Welcome to another edition of Simplifying the Sod. Today's Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan, tomorrow's Rosh Chodesh, tonight's Rosh Chodesh Nisan 5782. One of the classes that we had the most follow-ups on uh, was one where we explained the special Kabanot and the special permutation of the name Havaya. Uh, the way we break down the Yud, the K, and the Vav K in the Bracha of Mechadesh HaChodesh in uh, in uh, Musaf of Rosh Chodesh. Each month we we break down the letters, which are four letters, but the He is repeated, so there are 12 permutations in a different fashion, and we always relate it to a Pasuk. We also discuss the Pasuk itself of Yismechu HaShamayim, the heavens should uh, should should be joyful. It's the earth should be happy, and we related to that as uh, connecting the upper worlds, represented by the first two letters, the Yismechu Hashemayim, the Yud Hey, upper worlds Yismechu Hashemayim, heaven. Connecting that to the lower worlds, represented by the Betagel Haaretz, the Vav Hey, and that is the pasuk actually which we associate with the. The permutation for the month of Nisan, Yismechu Hashemayim v'Tegal Haaretz. It's actually Nisan as being the head month of the year, has the name of Hashem in the order that we see it: the Yud and the Hey, Yismechu Hashemayim v'Tegal Haaretz, followed by the Vav and the Hey, and that's uh, the simplest permutation that we think of when we uh, when we say the Amidah of uh, Rosh Chodesh. We'll explain a little more of that as we as we continue. Tomorrow also is the fourth Shabbat in the cycle of special Shabbatot that come in the springtime uh, before Purim and uh, before Pesach. It's also what we call a triple header. It's the rare case when we open the Hechal, we take out not one, not two, but three Sifre Torah to read from, as we do on Simchat Torah. In addition to Simchat Torah, we should keep in mind that this triple header, this ability to take out three Sifre Torah, generally will happen when Shabbat coincides with Rosh Chodesh during the months of Tevet. Tevet would be the Rosh Chodesh of Hanukkah when we would take out three. Rosh Chodesh Adar and tomorrow Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Now, something to keep in mind when you're in the synagogue tomorrow is that when we take out the Torah from the Aron Kodesh, from the Ark, it's a time we call Et Ratzon. And we have all these additional prayers that we, we say when we're taking out the Torah from the Ark. It's a big segula uh, for someone to have because they're opening the Ark, sort of in some way greeting the Torah, greeting the light of Hashem. And the rabbis describe it really as a light that emanates from the Torah. And this is one of the reasons we open the Torah in the Hechal, at least those of us with a... Uh, with the Torah in the case, we can open the Torah in the case and we say those special prayers while the Torah is in the case. We say also, very interesting, even synagogues that don't generally ascribe much to Kabbalah, they say the Berich Shemeh, which is from the Zohar Kadosh and is really a, a prayer for us to take advantage of that special moment of Et Ratzon. Now, if it's true that when we open the Hechal, we open the Torah, we take out the Torah on a weekday, there's this incredible light. On Shabbat, that light is even more powerful. And that's when we take out a single Torah. But the effect is multiplied when we take out more one, than one Torah. 
and I would say geometrically increased when we take out three Sifteh Torah. In the Sefer Pri Sadiq on Parashat HaChodesh Ot Bet, Rav Sadok notes that the Kedusha of the entire Jewish year is encapsulated in Rosh Chodesh Nisan. He says it's essentially a seed day that contains within it the holiness of all the spiritually charged days that dot the Jewish calendar in the subsequent year. The basis for this claim is as follows. Firstly, Rav Sadok, he, he, he often says, why is Rosh Chodesh called by this title, which, re, re, which literally it translates as Rosh, the head of the month, rather than simply calling it Rishon Chodesh, the first of the month? And the answer can be understood with a line from the Gemara and Eruvin, which tells us something that we've mentioned many times. The body follows the head. That is, Rishon just indicates the first, but Rosh implies the seed that contains within it everything, i.e. the body, that is to follow. This means that every Rosh Chodesh contains within the Kiddushah the entire month that will follow, including all the Shabbatot and Yom Tovs, that's gonna that will take place during that month. Consequently, in regards to Rosh Chodesh Nisan, which we're focusing on here, the holiness of the seven days of Pesach could already be found in the seed from the first day of the month. But it's much more than that. The Torah, which we'll read tomorrow, says, "Hachodesh Hazevachem Rosh Chodeshim Rishon Hu Lechol Chodesh Hashanah." This month shall be to you the head of the months. It shall be to you the first of the months of the year. So if we apply here what we just learned above about the term Rosh, in contrast to the term Rishon, it follows that not only is Nisan the first month of the Jewish year, as the rest of the verse states explicitly, it also is the seed of all the other months of the year. In other words, Nisan relative to the other months is analogous to Rosh Chodesh relative to the remainder of that month. Additionally, tomorrow has a power to nullify the past and allow us to begin anew. In a way, it's similar to the high holidays. We know that it's difficult and takes tremendous effort to nullify a gezerah or decree. But on the first of this month, and especially when it coincides, as it does this year, we can nullify all old degrees. And really, like we say, we could, we could end the year of its curses and begin a year with blessings. This is a time where we could free ourselves from what we perceive as negative. And that includes God forbid, illness, depression, financial instability, debt, loneliness, and everything can change. Now we should keep in mind that on the first day of this month, in the year 2449, the Mishkan, or Tabernacle, was consecrated, and Aharon was appointed as the Kohen Gadol. And what did he do? After the service, it says he blessed the nation. He told them, the words of Birkat Kohanim. And Moses follows up on Aaron's blessings with one of his own. 
Another thing we've spoken about, we have to remember the Jewish calendar is circular. And we come back to a certain point in time. It's not simply an anniversary, but the energy of that original day permeates into the same day in our own time. We could imagine it's sort of like rotating the spiritual world around the central spiritual force. Just like the earth rotates around the sun. So that when we come back to the same point of the sun, the sun is in that position. There's this connection. The same way there's this spiritual energy of that day can be felt on the same day going forward in time. If we meditate on this and one can feel that they're standing in the Mishkan on that opening day, that original opening day of the Mishkan, and they could feel and hear that Aharon Kohen is telling them, blessing them with Birkat Kohanim, you can actually feel it because it's really happening again today. If someone can imagine themselves there with Moshe Rabbeinu telling everyone, Vihino Am, and telling us basically that we should be successful in everything that we do. Imagine how powerful an impact that would have on us to be able to continue forth. And we're going to explain more as we go. Our rabbis describe ten gifts that are bequeathed to the world and to us on this particular first day of Nisan. We shouldn't miss out on the gifts that Hashem wants to give us. We have to get in line. We have to make sure that we receive what Hashem wants to give us. As we mentioned, it's the fourth Shabbat in the cycle. 